Boom, just like that, we're going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. Generous United is a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. They are dedicated to making sure prescription drugs are more affordable so we can all live our healthy life. We all know with this pandemic right now, it can be tough to afford, excuse me, certain health cares. It doesn't matter whether it's a massage, dental, acupuncture. We can all save a little bit more money when it comes to health care. That's why Generous United will team up with the pharmacist, a local member of your community who is also dedicated to making sure that you are living a healthier lifestyle. Generous United and the pharmacist will team up and give you an attentive personalized service that will allow you to save money on your prescription drugs. doesn't matter if it's you, a loved one, family member. We can all be benefiting from the services at Generous United. Head on over to GenerousUnited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S United.ca and see if there's anything that they can do to help you get through this pandemic when it comes to your health care. Generous United is also helping out companies that are having trouble affording health care for their employees. So Generous United is helping out companies as well and individuals like you, loved one, family member, doesn't matter who. One more time, GenerousUnited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S United.ca. Today's episode is also brought to you by Osprey Ridge Golf Course. We've been there every weekend this summer pretty much. Might have missed one or two. Beautiful, 45 minutes to an hour drive outside of the city. We love it there. Whenever you get to, a, it doesn't even have to be a golf course if it's a business, and you know the business is family-owned. They are taking good care of the business. So when you think of Osprey Ridge, think of family-owned, okay? They take pride in the fairways. The greens run a perfect pace, all right? There's no way you're going to four-putt. Well, maybe you might four-putt, but nonetheless, it won't be the greens' fault, okay, because the greens are perfect. When you're done... Head up onto the brand new renovated patio, enjoy a couple beer, a nacho, and you can watch as people four, three putt, whatever you want to call it, on the 18th hole. It is a beautiful view. It is a Graham Cook design golf course, and I guarantee you that you and your friends will have a great time, okay? Osprey Ridge Golf Course. Get there this weekend. Get there before the summer is over. Today on the High Button Podcast, really excited about this guest. I've been trying to get Cam Lee on the podcast for quite some time now, but he's a busy guy, he's a popular guy, he moves around, and we finally locked him down during this time frame. I think COVID might have helped us out with that, so he's here. He's finally in Halifax for the summer, so I'm happy that he's able to come on the podcast. Played at West, excuse me, Western Michigan University, uh, and before that, he played actually for the Green Bay Gamblers in the USHL, played his college, like I said, uh, at Western Michigan University, signed a pro contract with Wilkes-Barre in the AHL, affiliate team to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Stay humble. Stay humble. And that's all this guy is. Cam Lee. We just finished the podcast, so I'm actually just doing um, the intro now. He's, he just walked out the door. Great guy. Unbelievable podcast. And all this guy wants to do is win hockey games with the people that he loves, a.k.a. the boys, a.k.a. the fellas. I asked him about what he loves in life and what how, what what motivates him to, to work harder each and every day. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to ruin the answer for you. And his, his answer was, I work hard because the boys work hard. And it was such a simple answer, but it was such a, a, a it was such a, an answer that was so simple. It kind of caught me off guard. Maybe most people would be like, "Oh, you know, I just I just want to be great. I want to I want to work I want to I want to be the best I can be." And he's just like, "I just want to work hard with the boys. I just want to be with the fellas." And that that answer just it caught me off guard. It was a really just a really, really good interview, really in-depth, and, and you can tell Cam has a good head on his shoulders and he'll do anything to win. He just seems like a really good glue guy, and he's the type of guy who you want on your hockey team. Anyways, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you listen to the podcast. This was a great episode, all right? I'm Justin. We're talking to Cam Lee. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Boom, we're going. Cam, how are you? Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm all right. How many podcasts have you been on before? This is my first one. Is it? Yeah. How does it feel so far? So far, so good, I guess. When I, as soon as I messaged you on to come on the podcast and I was looking at your Instagram feed, I was like, why aren't, I felt like asking you, can we do the podcast on the boat? <laughs> I was like, why are we doing it here? Yeah, I but, mean, 
that that would be nice. It's it's, it's a little windy out there, so probably wouldn't hear each other that well. Are you living on the water? Uh, I got a, uh, close to the water, but uh, I got a buddy who's got a dock, and he just lets me leave my boat there, and Dude. yeah, fellas have a good time on us. How much? How often are you out there on the water? You're on the ocean, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we're right. Like I'm out in Herring Cove. That's where my boat is, and then we we rip her downtown or behind McNabs. There's a spot, uh, but. Yeah, it's kind of like any time the sun's out because, you know, in Nova Scotia, the weather's so shitty that, <laughs> you know. Just comes out and says it. Doesn't beat around the bush. Yeah, I mean, we got garbage <laughs> weather, so you got to take advantage when the, the sun comes out. Weather can't be any better in Scranton. <laughs> I mean, I, I, lo- I actually loved it there. I mean, I I really enjoyed it down there. Yeah? Yeah. Is there a lot of, like, uh, what was the show? The Office was filmed. Oh, they didn't film yeah. there, but. Yeah, that's what everybody mentions there uh i'm not the biggest office guy but you know i mean neither sorry i know what it is yeah dude so welcome to the show i appreciate it thanks for coming i still haven't said thank you yet for coming um crazy hockey story i got a story but you know you got a cool hockey family i know your dad is a historic guy around here um where you played and what you're doing and how you're, I guess, living here now. It's kind of cool. I guess we always talk about the unhidden talent that's from this part of the world that not a lot of people, I don't want to say know about, but just don't talk about. And when your name got brought up to me, I think it was two years ago by uh, Willie DeVoe, who played at Harvard. Yeah. He's like, you got to get Cam on here. I was like, oh, all right, yeah. we got to get Cam on here. And I feel like there's so many guys just like you that have so many stories that aren't known. And yeah. they're from this part of the world. Probably better not know. Yeah, well, that's what it was like. I was talking to Luke Green today. He's like, he was on the pod today. I'm like, Cam. He goes, oh, you're going to get some great stories out of him. I'm like, oh, okay, great. I yeah. guess let's just talk about the beginning. Where, where did your hockey story start? Uh, I started, uh, I guess, uh, King's Edge Hill. Okay. Uh, the private school in Windsor. Uh, my parents just thought, like, it was it would be best, like, if uh, – I left so I could play three different sports. I had more more structure in my life, basically. Yeah. Because I was kind of a wild child in my my young days. Um, and they they sent me there, and I was gonna go to Cardigan Mountain School right away for sixth grade, but my dad got sick, and we didn't know really know what was going on. Yeah. So they sent me there, and I did a year there, and then they're like, wasn't it wasn't very good, like. I got nothing good to say about King's Edge Hill, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and uh, they uh, they sent me to Cardigan Mountain School. Where's that? It's in New Hampshire. And it's a, it was an all-guys school. I, th- I think it still is an all-guys school. Uh, that doesn't sound Kind of hated it at the time because, like, I was a young kid and I didn't really want to leave my friends and stuff. But yeah. looking back on it, like, I made some of the, like, my best friends to this day are from, from middle school in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? How, what's middle school? Like 14, 15 years old? 16? Yeah. 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 Like it was from seventh grade to ninth. That is the age group like where you start thir- to make some. Yeah. It was like 12, 13. I, I was down there until. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that at that age where you're like, yeah, I have a shot at playing pro hockey? Or were you just the guy who just played hockey just because you were good yeah, at it and had I, fun with it? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I was, I was like all right there. Yeah. Uh, I, I went in like. It impressed everyone like my first year and then all the other years I was just kind of just some average average Joe and and then like I started like uh I guess like people started to notice me more in high school why uh, I don't know just more uh I don't know I just got had more confidence I guess yeah uh, I started playing better and that's when I started getting like my college offers and stuff and that's that's when the career really kind of I was just like, all right, well, it's hockey then. Like, yeah. this is this is all I'm going for. It's so funny how it hits guys at certain ages. Yeah. Like, some it hits kids in like Pee Wee. They're like, fuck, this guy's amazing. He's going to the NHL. It hits some guy yeah. in junior high or like you in high school. Yeah. It's like we had Batherson on like a couple weeks ago, yeah. and that guy's story is insane. He thought about quitting oh, hockey yeah. a year before he got drafted. I was like, what do you? It, yeah. It's crazy how like a time frame can change a person's mm-hmm. life. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I didn't. I didn't think I was going to the show for uh, or anything like in high school. I just wanted to get a co- uh, like a sniff in college. Like that was my dream. Yeah. You know, college hockey. So you knew you didn't want to go to the junior outlet. You didn't want to play for the Mooseheads as a kid. Oh, I definitely did. But like, there's no chance 
my dad was gonna be like, "Yeah, you're going to play for the Moose." He <laughs> he knew that like I needed to be a, in college. Basically, I needed the, the four year route. Yeah, more growing, more time to develop, and yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good. That's a good thing to have a dad like your old man who like he's been through it and he knows the system and he knows what it takes. Especially yeah. if he's talking about his own kid, he knows you probably better than anyone in the world. Right. So to have that awareness to go, no, 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 you're going the college route. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I definitely. I'm thankful he did that for me because college was the best four years of my life for sure. I, I like how you mentioned you said you still have buddies from New Hampshire that are still some of your best buds today. I have a couple of buddies that went down to Boston and played at like uh you know, Middlesex. Middlesex is in New Hampshire or Massachusetts, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know and they played lacrosse down there mm-hmm. and what was the one that uh the guy that invented Facebook went to this junior high? Bowden? Whatever. Nonetheless, no, Bowden's a college, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, that's the see. That's how much I know. Yeah. But nonetheless, to this day, they still talk about how like fortunate they are to have buddies down in the states just to go down. Like, let's say you know it's July Fourth weekend, I got a place to stay in, Ma- in Massachusetts while I go down and see my buddies. Like, they always talk about the relationships more than the actual sport. Yeah, yeah that's, I don't. That's definitely the definitely the best part. Like going to prep prep school all my life. Like kids, like all these foreign kids too like they're all coming from all over the world like i had my first year my roommate was from uh south korea no way yeah and then the year after he was from mexico like just you meet so many different people i could almost go anywhere in the world and like know somebody that i could (laughs) you know hit up that's the same thing with pro hockey though like how many buddies do you have that you played with this year that are just living in europe that you could go you know like yeah yeah exactly i mean you meet so many people like that's that's the best part about the sport really it's the best part about travel travel everything you know just yeah meeting new people it's it's crazy everything's different have you been a defenseman your whole life yeah never never a forward ever did you ever second guess it did you ever go i tried goalie once I, I <laughs> what? Like 14 14 goals in one game like in peewee I was like, I'm never doing that. Why did again. you just randomly try it in Pee Wee? Well, because I was an absolute stud <laughs> uh, at street hockey, Tendy. So I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go on, on the ice, and I just like couldn't even skate. So I was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> I'm done with that. All right, so the defenseman worked out for yeah, you. Yeah, stuck with stuck with that. Um, what's it like being a pro defenseman right now in the AHL? How old are you? I'm 24. Uh, I mean, it's cool. It's you know everything you dream of is it kinda, yeah i mean hockey's kind of like so similar like it's kind of like the same thing and it's just, not a hard just, game just like every level you know like it just you're playing at a higher level but it's kind of the same thing like you know you you wake up you come to the rink you, the same kind of schedule yeah throughout it all it's just you're at a higher level and got to start taking it more and more serious more and more serious the what i'm getting from your tone of voice is just structure I feel like you just like yeah, it's the it's the same thing. It's just structure. Yeah, well, yeah, like for me, like getting into a routine, it's kind of helps, like, uh, just everything for me, like just life and yeah, in general. Yeah, I'm like a cat, like you know, I don't like change. Well, then hockey's the sport for you. That's what a lot of guys struggle with when they come out of the game because right. they're done the game and they're like, oh, I don't have to do anything now. Yeah, I'm I, I'm always on the move. I always got to be doing something. If you're not doing hockey, what are you doing other than the boat? Yeah, well, I'm doing the uh boat is the main <laughs> I said other I I got a dog like we we rip around go for long walks adventuring around cool spots you know yeah cuz you know Nova Scotia is super pretty like for the yeah so like scenery like people take advantage of or take it for granted that we're right on the ocean and stuff like then you know you'll be in like I was in Lincoln Nebraska for one one year and everyone's like I was like damn it sucks here but like, <laughs> compared to nova scotia but i always took it for granted and then once you leave you kind of miss it so oh yeah yeah well, i feel a lot of people felt that way this year with covid um you know everyone's just so caught up and busy with life and no one really has time to take in the beauty of the province mm-hmm. but if there was a year for it it was this year yeah i know i'm i've been guilty of complaining about nova scotia every now and then but yeah. this year I can't anymore. It's, yeah, yeah. I took it all in. Yeah, yeah. I love it here too. Do you miss coming back? Like when you're back, you must. Like I feel like guys like you who do play pro and go away. I feel like you guys appreciate it a lot more when you come home. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's it's unbelievable coming back, but you know can't spend too much time. 
time here, you know. It's a bubble. I'm yeah, I'm still living at home too, and like I got my my three sisters, and you know, you get the whole family back. <laughs> you have three sisters. It. Yeah, you get the whole family back. It's just chaos. Still, like it's it's like we're still in freaking high school together and arguing. But you know, we we love each other and we have a good time together, but. It, it does get wild. I think I'm starting to understand the boat a little bit more. It seems yeah. like an escape more yeah, than anything it, yeah, now. Yeah, big time too, that too. <laughs> but they're always coming out with me too. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, from uh, when you hear stories, you always hear, I guess, just first class, first class, first class. Yeah. And ever since, of course, Sid went there, it's you know, it's, first, it's like the Yankees almost. It's like yeah. first class, there's nothing. Uh, and and you're playing for their AHL team in Scranton. Talk about, I guess, just the organization and the development that uh, helps the players but also just helps the people turn into pros. Because that's at the end of the day what the AHL is. It's a development league right. to, to get you to become a full-on pro. What, yeah. what, I guess talk about the organization. It's, it's yeah, like the best of the best, you know. Like it, it doesn't get better. Uh up to, uh, I was up uh, in Pittsburgh for like two weeks or so just for camp this uh, last year. Yeah. And, you know, just everything's just the best, you know. Just it's better than what you expect. Like you, you don't have to – they've got everything there for you like to, to so that you can be the best you kind of thing. And, and then down the A, like you got – I had some unbelievable coaches that, you know, gave me a lot of leash, uh, a lot of opportunity and – you know, I was just lucky and grateful for that and glad that I, you know, I could kind of turn some heads and, you know, they, they kind of, they, they liked me, I think, <laughs> you know, you know, they, they had good things to say about me at the end of the, end of the year. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just grateful for, you know, the opportunity that they gave me and all the things I learned, like you learn so much, but even from uh, vets, you learn, learn from like the vets too, like small, small things. I'll just say it in practice and Really? Yeah. And you're just like, never thought of that. It's crazy how there's little things that can yeah. just be taught. Like, I, what was one big thing I remember being taught by, like, a vet in hockey? Like, I remember I was always, uh, if I was ever, like, a winger or a centerman, I'd be like, you know, cut off the, the, the defenseman pass. If they're going D to D to cut off a, a pass into, like, the neutral zone. I think I learned that maybe, like, in peewee. But a guy yeah. in the NHL or, or maybe he's in the playing for the Mooseheads. I was at like a summer camp, and I remember him teaching me that it was such a valuable lesson. Yeah. And this guy was only playing in the queue. And I did, I couldn't imagine the things that you're learning at that yeah. level when you have guys that have been in the NHL for like 15, 10 years, and then they come down to the yeah. A. And those guys are so valuable for guys like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, those guys that like the coaches too, and like the the player development coaches. They come to they come down from Pittsburgh to to work with us. Yeah, and you know it's such small things like that are just huge make huge improvements like just in your skating like pivoting different different things that they just see you know tweak one little thing and it's just like wow can you so much better can you give me an example of a tweak that you did this year yeah uh i, I was doing too many crossovers as, as i was like skating backwards and i didn't even realize it and my coach is like bring up a video and you know do a bunch of reps with me in pracky and then i was just like next game i did it right and he, showed me and he's just like we got it you do that every time and I'm like like wow it's just the smallest thing but like helped so much that's so weird that's yeah. crazy how it yeah. took you that long to like figure that out right? just one yeah. little and detail it's just like why uh, didn't anyone else tell you well i've i've had i've probably had people tell me and i was just like yeah 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 yeah. but like he showed me he went over it with me in practice and then like i was just like where have i been all, all this time you know like it's it's good though i mean yeah. Do you feel more comfortable leaving? You played a little bit in Europe, didn't you? Yeah, I played in Europe. So how did that work? You played. How did that whole work? Like, uh, well, because start? COVID, like the they didn't really kind of know when everything was going to start up, and yeah, I was just basically in the gym every day and skating as much as I could with yeah. COVID rules and stuff. And my agent was like, "Hey, you want to?" He called me. He's like, "You want to go play in Slovakia?" And I'm like sure yeah i guess like what do you think <laughs> he's told me like oh it'd be a good opportunity but, you know give me the whole spiel and i was like yeah let's do it and <laughs> pittsburgh called me and they're like do you want to do this like like do you want to go over there and i was like making me kind of like thought i should be second guessing it and i was like no no like yeah i want to go over there and they're like all right all right and they they gave me the okay to go on, go on over and 
it was an experience of a lifetime. Like I think all all players should go over there and play at some point. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What is it about Europe that just makes it a different experience? Just the lifestyle is so different. Like the cultures, it's just it's like a whole different world, like from what we're used to here in like North America. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there, but I've never played hockey there. Yeah. Is the fan base like a soccer fan base? Yeah. Like they're just going, Ole, Ole. We didn't have fans because of COVID, but like they have. Oh, yeah. I, it, I think it is kind of like fr- from like what other guys were telling me that I met there. Yeah. They're like, it seems like a lot like soccer. Yeah. No fans would be brutal in Europe. Yeah. I feel like that experience would be a lot more different if you could have fans. Yeah. It, it was, but like the fans were pretty like vocal online. Like they. <laughs> They were always hitting me up, so I mean they're pretty welcoming and everything. So. I get the yeah, okay. Yeah. You got a girlfriend? Uh, no, not at the moment. <laughs> All right, that's no. fine. That's a little bit of a personal question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Yeah. Europe's fun though. I've I've never been to Slovakia. What's it like as a country? Uh, I mean I was right in the capital, Bratislava. Bratislava. Uh, yeah, and it it was sick, but there's some some places we went to that weren't that nice. Like some of the some of the barns we were playing in were like the roofs were leaking and and stuff, but like <laughs> in Bratislava, like it's the it's the nicest, the nice like there were they were a KHL team before they like uh, joined the Slovak league there. Oh yeah, I'm not sure why what happened there, but they're trying to um, I think they're trying to get back to the K. Yeah, and uh, so their facilities are just like top notch, like NHL facilities basically. It's it's crazy. Man, I love Europe. Yeah, it is. It's a cool spot. It's sick that Pittsburgh just let you go. Yeah, I know. Like, they didn't They didn't seem... Yeah, no, they are just, like, asked if I wanted to do it, and I was just like, yeah. Like, and then they're like, all right, yeah, have a good time. I feel like that's the difference, though, between an organization that's maybe first class and second class. You know, yeah. they actually, like, care. Like, hey, do you yeah. want to go or no? Like, yeah. They, they care? They, oh, they care, yeah, for sure. They're, I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh's the best, best organization there is, so, I mean... <laughs> They gave me the opportunity of a lifetime, and I couldn't be more grateful for it. Hundred so. percent. Yeah. Um, how's your summer going? What are you doing? Who are you skating with? You, you running Citadel Hill every morning at five a.m. What are you doing? Um, I'm training with uh, Alexi Pianosi. Oh yeah. He's Pittsburgh's guy, basically. Yeah, yeah, Strength yeah. coach. So, I Dharma just Subway's legend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just been training with him and skating uh, as much as I can, basically. And yeah, yeah. Do you like do you like to skate in the summer or do you like to just work on other things? I think skating's like the most important thing. Yeah, just talk a little closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. It's all yeah, good. The most important thing, like is skating, because there's no way of getting into like game like skating shape like better than skating. skating. Right? So like, you know, you can do your wall sits and squat a million pounds, but like you get out on the ice and you bag yourself, like your legs are gonna be burning regardless. So you gotta you Yeah. Know, yeah. But I mean, all the other stuff is important, and I'm I'm doing it. But <laughs> but I think skating is number one. And like, yeah, you get out there with the boys too. It's it's always a good time, especially as a defenseman. Yeah, like skating's everything. Yeah, skating's needed. Do you ever watch YouTube clips of some of the best to ever do it? You ever like YouTube Lindstrom and just watch like some of the things he does? Uh, yeah. I mean, not so much skating. I like to see like their goals. <laughs> Like the, the toe drags and stuff but, but yeah no, i know i i recognize you know just watching hockey you see so many different skate, yeah. skaters and they're all phenomenal so dude yeah i love watching any i love watching nhl hockey knowing i used to be a player rather than a fan like as i watch basketball i don't know the game of basketball i watch basketball yeah. like as a fan because i don't really know the right. systems i don't yeah. know what it takes to get to that level but watching the nhl i love being like uh i love being a critic about it and just seeing yeah. players like like a a nice chip off the wall as a winger as a centerman's looping through to swing and gain momentum out of the zone right. yeah. i think that's one of the sexiest things ever because yeah. i know what that means yeah and i don't know there's just something about a defenseman skating that allows you to get out of the zone quickly i, mm-hmm. I just it's it's a it's a it's a it's a thing in hockey that i i really enjoy and yeah. to do it successfully for many years i think it's a very very hard thing to do i'm trying to think of a guy that does it well like well pittsburgh with tang how long has that guy been there for a while 15 years i mean three cups yeah he's he's chilling he's chilling yeah 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 there's yeah 
a lot of a lot of good defensemen in the league. All pretty good defensemen, I say. Oh, yeah, to be there. How many do you get in there? Six on a team? Yeah, six in the lineup, I, th- I think. They have two in, like, the – that's the thing. It would be nice if you were this year – I know there was a lot of guys who were – what was it called? Um, the, the taxi squad. Yeah. I feel that would have been a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't get a sniff on the taxi, taxi squad this, this year. But, you know, being on the taxi squad is, you know, if you're not going to play, then – kind of it's kind of better to be down the a because you know you get your games you get it's true you know and yeah i mean so i no complaints at all that's for sure i yeah i loved it the, my first year pro like that couldn't have gone better for me 100 yeah. percent. how many games did you play i mean like, sorry how many teams did you end up playing because i know we were talking to sokolov who plays for ottawa's friend, uh, ahl yeah. team he said they only played like three teams four teams Three yeah, teams. I think we played four. Oh, we, yeah, we, we played Lehigh, Bingo, who else? Hershey, and Syracuse. Oh, so you got to play against Sons this year? Oh, yeah. That must have been fun. Oh, I love playing Sons. <laughs> Every time I'm chirping him so hard, trying to fire him up. He does get fired up, that guy. He he needs to see a therapist sometimes. <laughs> I'd love that. We, we we talked about travel at the beginning of the podcast. I'd love to get down to to your part of the world down there in Scranton and yeah. just see a see a game. Yeah, he's and see not both far. You guys. Yeah, he's not far from us. He's like, they're like an hour drive. So, yeah, he's. Yeah, I love chilling with Sons. That's the good part about your part down there. It's like you can take a train anywhere. Like you can get to New York to Philadelphia in what? Mm-hmm. An hour? Yeah, pretty quick. Like Pittsburgh to New York, like that's all on the train, isn't it? Pittsburgh's a bit of a hike. Pittsburgh's like four hours from Wilkes. Is it? Yeah, Pittsburgh's on the west side, Wilkes is on the east. Oh. Yeah. But still, I'm pretty sure you can get a train. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. That's the the, one of the best parts about those uh, those teams down there that they're all close together. Like you look at a team like Colorado. Like apparently they have the worst travel schedule in the whole NHL because yeah. they're in the middle of America, and to get anywhere they got to go. Where's the closest team to Colorado? Minnesota maybe. But playing in that East over there, you're good to go with travel. Everyone's right. close. You yeah. got Montreal, New York. Yeah. Like that little hub. Yeah, that's that's true. Travel is a lot better on the East. I'd say. Is there a part of you that's excited about this year? Are you going to be playing? Who are you playing for next year? Do you know 100 percent who? Are you signed? No. You don't uh, know well, yet. Yeah, I, I've got one more. Year, year? With Pittsburgh. Um, like, are you excited to like travel and see other parts of the country uh, in the A? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I I love traveling. Like, bus rides with the boys. I mean, you know, it's it's the best. It's like big field trip almost. You know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. You boys, you you must be flying though to some. Uh, this year, I've no I have no idea how it's gonna work because yeah. last year was COVID year, so it was weird year, and we were just. We just hop on a bus and we don't have to travel. Like the most is like two and a half hours, maybe. That's basically just what I was talking about. Such yeah. a yeah. You just didn't so, have to travel far. You just yeah, stay we within. Didn't have to travel far, so like, I'm not sure how how the big roadies work yet. I'm excited to find out though. That would be sick. Yeah. Hockey out in California. Yeah. Can't be that bad, eh? Well, it can't be terrible at all. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you played in Michigan. Yeah. College. West yeah, Western Michigan. First of all, nastiest jerseys I think in the AHL. Or the NCAA, sorry. Western? Yeah, isn't that with the green? No, no, no. Western. Western Michigan is brown, gold, and white. Yeah. I gotta see Bra- the brown and gold. I gotta black, look I gotta look it there. up. Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Not Michigan State. Not Michigan. Those t- those teams are garbage. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever play against them? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Did. Yeah. 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 Probably beat them too. I couldn't couldn't tell you. So. How how was the college experience? Wow, man. You guys look at that. You guys packed that thing. Oh yeah. Dude, look we, at your we, rink. Yeah, our we're, our rink's not that big, but like we we were uh, voted. I don't know who who did the voting, but <laughs> it was a number one student section in Dude. in the country. Look at that. That's all you right there. Yeah. You get that whole that whole crowd, like, every game at home. Yeah. Th- if there's a number four on the team, on the other team, yeah. like, they, they chant every time he steps on the ice until he gets off the ice. Four's a bitch. 
Forza, bitch. What? All game, no clue. Just a tradition. Just, just to mess with the other team. Dude, that would suck so much to <laughs> yeah. go in there. Yeah, if there's no four, it's like the next, the next number up, so like five. Four just goes into that rink. It's like yeah. I'm just gonna be healthy scratch coach. I'm good. I don't even want to play. I'm yeah. good. It was, yeah. They would say some outrageous things. It was awesome. What was so? What was the overall college experience playing there? Oh, it's the the best. Like, yeah. Yeah, met some of the greatest guys ever, and like we had the most fun possible so like i couldn't have asked for a better experience and we were sick too you know like our team was pretty nasty and good fellas so like yeah it was anything like i don't i don't see like life getting better than those four years that's really oh yeah it's time for a quick timeout brought to you by crypto vantage we all know that cryptocurrency is the next biggest thing. It's the gold rush, all right? In the year 2021, it is unbelievable to think that professional athletes are actually getting paid in cryptocurrency. Back in 2017, I invested my own money, didn't check the account for like three, four years later, unfortunately. And when I found out that I had a great return, I was excited, but I wasn't able to get my money out of the account. I was uneducated in the cryptocurrency world. I don't want this mistake to happen to you. That's why CryptoVantage is here to help our listeners here at the High Button Podcast. So I want you to do me a quick favor. Head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button. Fill out the white paper at the bottom of the form. They will send you a sheet. They will give you all the information that you need to know to be signed up to CryptoVantage.com. And it will give you information that will allow you to stay educated in the cryptocurrency world. We all want to get ahead when it comes to our financial world. We want to take advantage of the cryptocurrency world. So allow CryptoVantage and High Button Sports to help you make sure that you are dealing in cryptocurrency safely. It's all part of the plan. It's all, it's all, it's all coming together. It's all, it's all happening right now. You need to get on board with the cryptocurrency world, professional athletes, professional sports owners. You can even start to buy tickets right now when it comes to cryptocurrency. You don't even need real money. It's crazy. So let's start, let's start to get ahead when it comes to cryptocurrency. Okay. One more time. Info.cryptovantage.com slash high button fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet and crypto vantage will send you a form absolutely free no questions asked i got you all right crypto vantage high button sports now back to the podcast jesus you peaked yeah i mean i think all the fellas did there like that <laughs> that place is electric yeah. give me uh give me like maybe like the first home game give me give me that oh, story just jitters like you know, the place is rocking and, you know, they're announcing your name. I mean, you're a freshman, so you're just, you got the rockets in the stands and, you know, then Saturday night, you know, you get the sweep and then it's just the boys for the night. Coach gives you the green light and, <laughs> you know, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? The... Uh, the 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 lead up to Michigan, how does that transition happen from where were you before? I was in Green Bay. So when you said that all the offers were coming in for college, what made you land there on Michigan? Oh, um, well, I was I was committed to Providence College at first. I got out of that, and then Western was like the, the first team to hit me up basically did and you go on a trip like yeah a... I, I went on like a quick little visit for a day and it was nothing crazy that i missed the missed like the party they had a party like the night before so i was just kind of chilling with all the fellas there everyone's hung just, over you're just there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically so i was just ch chilling like shooting the shit with them yeah. finding out about the school and i didn't really want to do the whole college tour again because i did that like my freshman year of high school and i went and visited like four or five schools and i was just like that's when you committed to Providence yeah. when you did all that? Yeah. Man, you're too young. Yeah, I was way too young. You're yeah. asking the wrong questions probably exactly. at that age. Yeah, I had no idea. Anyways, I Western was I was like it's a pretty cool spot. Like, let's just let's get her going. Like and then signed N L I and went there the next year. It was it's pretty great. Best decision of my life. Really? Yeah. Dude. I loved it. I loved Western. Dude, I feel like you have so many buddies just south of the border. 
Oh yeah. Like you could just get it. You could sleep on a couch for the rest of your life down. So like oh, down, you could do sure. anything for sure. Yeah. The best part about it. I and mean, that's awesome. Yeah. The connections. Yeah. And like, I'm so tight with them that like, you know, I could hit them up and they're like, nah, you, you can't come over and I just show up. And <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <Just> kid again. <laughs> you know, they, but, you know, the couch would be open for me. Yeah? Yeah. You just got the green light. You're good yeah. to go. How does the college schedule work? It's, like, for for games, sorry. It's normally uh, Friday, Saturday games. Like, that's what it's mainly. Dude, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it's And then you Sunday's off. Like, that's, like, you have to have, like, one off day. That's, like, a NCAA rule. So, like, for us, it was, like, always Friday, Saturday games, Sunday off, Monday back to work. So, you're practicing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah. What time of the day? Uh, we'd wake up. They'd have a, they'd have breakfast for us at, like, 8 o'clock. Why don't we have breakfast, Mark, here? Yeah. You got breakfast at 8 o'clock <laughs> yeah, ready for 8 you? o'clock, yeah. We had, we had, like, a chef. He'd come in. He'd cook omelets. He'd have stuff cooked for us. I was a big French toast guy, so... Sorry, I gotta just. Yeah. You just you gotta walk me through this here. So. You get to the rink. You're like 19, 18. You're set. Yeah. You're you're a kid. Yeah. And you walk to the rink and you got a breakfast guy. When yeah, usually guy. this is like only like a pro thing. Yeah. But you have. Yeah. I, we had a breakfast guy, um, and yeah, he just hooked the boys up and we'd eat and then we'd go work out, come back, do video, some meetings and stuff, and then. Then on the ice, and then sometimes we'd have, like, another skills after the ice, like, after practice. Man, talk about a pro environment. Yeah, it is. It's literally, yeah, I mean, it's exactly how what it is. Dude, your career, your hockey career has been pretty, I don't want to use the word lucky, but it seems pretty, like. Yeah, I mean. Like, you're, you've been in the right places at yeah, the right time. Exactly. I mean, I mean yeah, I definitely, everything goes out to, like, all the coaches and everyone who's helped me. It's a lot of work, but, you know, it's, you know, like if, if you just follow, like do, be good to the game, the, the game will be good to you, basically. Well said. Yeah. Um, During the breakfast time, sorry to go back there, did you ever bring like, uh, what do they call like Ziploc bags? Oh, to, like, all the time. I was going to say, can yeah. you give me a couple, like how, how do yeah. you get away with it? Oh, you just go up and ask. It's like fill this big, you get like the Tupperware and. <laughs> Like, me and my roommates, we would always just do that because, like, cooking in college, it's, like, it's a myth. No one's cooking food in college. You're either at the dining hall or Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing you're an athlete, though. You don't gain any weight. You just sweat it out. Yeah. Burning calories. You're fine. And and you're young then, too, so, like. Oh, yeah. You don't, even yeah. if you had, like, eight Big Macs in a day, you'd yeah, be fine the next always, day. Yeah. You're always buzzing. What's it called? You're, uh. Metabolism. metabolism. Yeah. If you have a high metabolism, you lose weight, right? Easily. Yeah. High metabolism. High, high metabolism, you lose weight. Low metabolism, you get fat. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore. Like, uh, like even senior year, like you try and you're like, oh, final year, like, yeah, let's you know, all the seniors, you're like, oh yeah, let's let's go fucking party with the freshmen. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't keep up. <laughs> Just realize, it's like, like, oh fuck. <laughs> just getting the end. Everyone, re everyone has that realization. Like when I was in junior and twenty, I don't know how old are you in a senior. You're, you'd be twenty two, twenty one, twenty three. I think I left there. And it's like I, the moment I had where it's like you have too many beer and you start to realize it's like you're getting ready for hockey and you pull your pants up <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got to loosen back the string a little yeah. bit here. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing like that. Nothing crazy like that ever happened. It's just like worsening hangovers and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my me and my roommates would be like, "Fuck, boys, we, we just if we want to keep playing hockey, we can't be doing this." <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, we had our last hurrahs and had to get away from each other for a bit. Hey, man, if you're winning, no one asks questions. Yeah, and it sounds we like were winning though. Yeah, we were we were pretty good, but that was just because like we were all in it together. Like college is like such like a it's almost like a family style playing yeah. hockey because like there's no trades, there's no yeah. You know, you're there for four years. And it's great that you're, I think, living away from home at such a young age. So it's like, you know, if you need to borrow some guy's winter jacket, you're going to ask. Like, I'm not saying that was never a scenario, but, like, you have to lean on each other oh, for things. Big time. Like, I didn't set an alarm all four years at, at college. Like, 
uh, my buddy Wade Allison use my alarm clock every morning. He he, because he was always wake up a little. I was like wake up, roll out of bed with like my clothes on from like last night and go straight to the rink. <laughs> and he would always wake up, shower, and then come to my room, wake me up, get dressed, come back in my room, wake me up again, get me out of bed. But yeah, he he would. I would always rely on. And then, you know, like, even guys would rely on me for, you know, whatever. Just It's like a big, you're with each other all day, every day. Like, college is like a big family. And I can't imagine, like, I'm just going to chuck this into equation. You tell me if I'm right or wrong, but Michigan doesn't sound like the friendliest weather in the winter. And just, oh. I, I feel like, you know, I, you know my, I'm just thinking of my college days of, like, a car breaking down like none of my buddies had nice cars right. like do you any like scenarios through the winter where you'd have to rely on your buddy yeah oh all the time because most guys we would we would all get a, uh get around on mopeds there was like there's like what? 18 guys on our team that got mopeds how do the cable how does that <laughs> so happen rip around and then there's a couple guys with cars so like if you need to go somewhere like i was like one of the only guys with a truck like i got a Tacoma? Yeah, the little sick. Tiny. Oh man, the Tacomas are great. Yeah, Those yeah. are great trucks. It, it works. Yeah. But yeah, like so like anytime the, the mopeds need to get fixed, like someone would be hitting me up like, Hey, I need your truck and be like throw them the keys and they put like fit as many mopeds as you can in there and <laughs> try and go get them. We we like got like this was uh one summer they were all getting stolen. Like all the mopeds were like just off, going mi- missing. Off campus. Yeah. Like off campus it was like these three uh three teenagers they're like 13 years old they were like hot hot wiring them and like they take them for a rep and then just ditch them in the in the and i was just like fuck it like these kids are beauties <laughs> <laughs> i was like just do, just having a time like good for them but like yeah my my moped got like trash cost a couple bucks to fix but like whatever <laughs> how much did a moped cost back in michigan um I don't know, like, you could go to Walmart and get one for, like, 600 bucks, or you can get, like, a nice one for, like, 1500 That sounds like a sick little, like, it, just, like, is your campus big? Like, was it, like... It, it is big, but, like, it's all, like, it's mainly, like, in one area. Yeah. So, like... Like, Dow and Smew, like that, like... Yeah, but there's not, like, a road going through it, like, a public road going through it. It's kind of yeah. like a, a loop around, like... You're only on campus, really, if you're, like, working there or you're going to school there. Is a moped... And the moped, you can just rip them up on the sidewalks. I mean, you weren't supposed to. Are they street legal? Yeah. So you can ride it in, like, traffic? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you could get... Like, we took the governor off them. You get them going, like, 55 miles an hour. Buzzing. How long was the commute from your place to the rink? Oh, it was, like, a two-minute walk. We lived, like, behind the rink in, like, student living. Did you, like... Could you park in the rink, or you had to park outside? Like, yeah, if you lived like after freshman year, you don't live in the dorms, so you live like in student living, but you still would have to go buy a parking pass to park at the rink. So that's why everyone got the mopeds. It's, you can just pull it right up to the door and just kickstand like it's a bike. No parking. That makes pass. sense yeah, now. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Made the story makes me want to go get a moped. Yeah, but like they're fun. The fellas were like getting hurt on them too. <laughs> And trying to, like, drive them in the snow. There's guys trying to drive in the snow, and, like, they're just taking corners, just eating shit. Like, the fellas, we, we weren't the smartest out there, but yeah, we made it work. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. I remember speaking of Europe, first time I ever went to, well, you know, you've been to Europe, obviously. Mopeds are huge in Europe. Yeah. And when we, I was there, we went on a, a bus tour to, uh, where's the place? I, I ran with the bulls in Pamplona, so that's uh, in Spain. But before we went to this place in the middle of Spain, we stayed in Barcelona, which is like a big city. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm on the bus getting like a tour of the city, and I noticed there's a ton of mopeds and there's a ton of people on crutches in the city, like walking, like on crutches, limping, but like they looked healthy, like and wealthy, and like you know they they didn't look like they were bums. Right. And I asked the tour guy, I'm like, why is why is there a lot of people on crutches around the city? And he goes, the Barcelona has one of the highest moped accident capitals of Europe, or whatever. And there's just a bunch of people in crutches around the city because they all get in accidents yeah. on mopeds. Yeah, that's funny. 
yeah, that that was our team, like just always, like. But we would cover it up, like all the boys would be like, text it in the group chat, like just just ate shit on the moped, like come in, all the boys knew the story, like if coach was there <laughs> to fucking you know ask us, everyone knew the story, so it's like it's all good. I want to go back to Michigan with you with a camera and just get you to tell me stories as we drive oh, down man. the main road. If only walls could talk. <laughs> man. Were there any good other, were there any other, like, was hockey the, like, were you guys like the big dogs or was it the football team the big dogs? Like, yeah, who's the big dogs on campus? We were the big dogs on campus for sure. But, like, the, our my freshman year, our full, like our football team was unbelievable. They went, like, undefeated. They had, like, a first-round draft pick that year, Corey Davis. Where'd he go? He went to Tennessee, like the like fifth overall. He was sick. Like literally, all the QB did was just launch passes. He just go out and get them, score touchdowns, and then that's how they were so good. And they went off. So they were cut, like everyone thought our football team was sick. They had an undefeated season. Do you want a water? No, I'm good. You're good. It's all good, man. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they had an undefeated season and like. They kind of stole our our thunder, and we were sick too. Like we were, we were like ranked in the top five like all year, and like no one really gave a fuck about us though because our football team was so good. But then the year after they were garbage, and the year after that they were garbage. And but I mean, you know, the MAC isn't the best, but like they do what they can. But but nothing compared to the hockey team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, you know, I Have you shouldn't shit on them because. Fucking, I love Western, <laughs> but, but they weren't—they were nothing compared to the hockey team. Come on. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, after looking up those crowds. Yeah. Yeah. What do you exactly. want? You can't. That's. Yeah. Well, we would always just do better too. Like we—we we always had a chance. Like in fo- in college football, like it's tough to root for your, like your school. Be, like. Why? I don't know. I I mean, it, it's easy for me because like everything. I'll always vote for Western, but. Like there's got there's so many people at like Western like walking around with Michigan shirts on and or, or Michigan State shirts on. Why? Because their football teams like they actually have a chance like to to like win these against big teams, I guess. But why wouldn't they support their school? I know. I was I, it pissed me off every time. I was just like, fucking go to that school then. Like, yeah. I hated it. I would always chirp like random people. Just like, Wait. hey, wrong shirt, buddy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We're at uh, we're the Broncos. Yeah. That makes me mad. Yeah. But what? Um, have you ever seen the show Blue Mountain State? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of right it's now. It's a great show. Yeah. Okay. That was yeah. good. I love that show. Um what's uh what's your plan for the rest of the summer? What is it right now? August August ninth, man. Yeah. I just keep doing what I've been doing. Yeah. I mean I pretty simple. I I work out every day, skate with the fellas whenever they're skating, and uh, like two, three times a week, basically all summer. And then Saturday's my day, and to get on the boat, have a couple drinks, and then back to work. On that's pretty much it. Monday, it's just yeah, complete cycle. And then when are you planning on going back? Or did you see, yeah, uh, you're going to. So, would you be going to Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be going to Pittsburgh for camp. Rookie camp is like September, mid September. So, like, I'm tr- I'm trying to get down there early. Um, yeah, just get down there early so I can, you know, show them I'm ready. Get some skates in there. Yeah. Um, you know, keep training with Alexi because he's probably going to go go down early. Oh yeah, that's right because he's got a run run shit for camp down there what is he's the strength and conditioning coach yeah isn't andy o'brien down there too uh i no he's he's done oh he's done there yeah Andy's done there he's doing his own thing yeah um but yeah alexi's he's the best so i've heard i've heard good things from multiple people about him yeah yeah he knows his shit like you know just uh everything it's just it's big eye opener what is like training with i've trained with so many different people and then training with him it's just like you're moving your body kind of like you know you got like a five pound dumbbell but like you're moving 
your body differently. So like you're using muscles that you don't normally use. Like, give me, just, can you give me an example? Like a five pound dumbbell. Yeah, like um, just like uh, I guess five pounds. <laughs> that's a little light. But, like, do you want to hold something right now? No, it's like uh, it's just the movements in each each drill. Like like for like shoulder press. Like I was using more of my traps than rather than having to pull my shoulders down. But like all my life, I'm just doing them like this rather than yeah. having to pull them down and like and do them properly. And I'm using different muscles that like i so i'm like sore in places like i've never been sore before it's it's cool though you know like the way he he does things he knows he's so knowledgeable about like the body and like all the muscles and how everything works it's like that's cool it's impressive i i always ask this question to pro guys because you got you like your part of your job is to stay in shape and i hate the gym i hate running i do it but i don't like it but it's your job so I guess, like, my question is, do you have any, like, tricks that you use to almost, like, trick yourself to go into the gym every, like, and, and being healthy? And, like, you know, there's days where I don't want to eat healthy. I yeah. want to go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. But right. it's your job to just not. Like, yeah. do you, do you, is there any tricks to that you use to yourself to allow you to stay disciplined like that? Yeah. I mean, I just do it all with, with the boys, basically. Like, for, like, in season, like. What an answer. When I, when I come home, like, my mom's always got food. Like, the place is packed with food everything she's always cooking like the best meals you can possibly eat my dad's growing like uh vegetables in the garden you're you're just your story yeah Yeah, like he does the like own vegetables and you know so we're super healthy and we always have been i get that from my parents because they're fitness freaks but like (laughs) this year like me and my roommates we'd cook together we'd do everything together so like We'd kind of all be sitting there and be like, "Oh, you want to go to Walmart or the grocery store and get some groceries and cook some something up?" And we each kind of had our designated, like I was always, I always had all the side sides, like the salads, the potato, and then someone would cook the meat and then someone would do the dishes, and it was just like constant cycle. You do it with the boys. What yeah, an answer! What an answer! Because it's the best. Like you, could, I could go work out for ten hours in a row, like if if the fellas are next to me, you know. Like, what an if answer. we're all going through it together, it's like it's not bad. I feel like you would be an awful tennis player. I feel like yeah. you're just a team guy. Yeah. You just love to be around an environment yeah. that's all working towards one common goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's all I've done all my life. That's hockey, basically. So. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. a great answer. Yeah. If you like, imagine if like people could translate that into like their actual job. Like, let's say like there's an accountant out there that's good, but he hates his fucking job. Right. But if he did it with the guys that he loves to do it with, he'd yeah, be the best accountant different. in the world. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, and like yeah, all, I I think like a lot of guys are like that too. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I never thought of it from that perspective though. I'll I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I just like yeah, I enjoy, I just enjoy. I love coming to the rink and socializing seeing what the, the fellows were up to and you have no worries in life then because that's exactly what you're doing yeah i know like you're fine yeah um how much time are we at mark 46 we're at 46 minutes right now 46 yeah. jesus um what are you doing this week this week or i already, so I already asked you yeah, but I you just you train and keep training keep skating that's it yeah and you wait till September, and then you go back to camp. But you said you're trying to get down to Pittsburgh early. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get down to Pittsburgh, uh, you know, a week or so early, just to, you know, settle in. And I, I'm gonna drive too, so it's kind of a hike in the car. How long's Pittsburgh from here? Fourteen twenty. Do you go straight through? Yeah, uh, I'll go through like the the U.S. Uh, like through um, Maine. Yeah, stop at the yeah. at the mall. Get, maybe not. No, I just go straight like all uh, through the night or whatever I have to do. You drink coffee? Yeah. Black? Uh, yeah. Let's go with. Black. <laughs> I came into the gym with a ice cap the other day. You're and tripping I, you. Yeah, I got shredded by Alexi. <laughs> so you know how bad that is for you, and I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was just a coffee. My bad. <laughs> uh, sugar, tons of sugar. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good though. Oh, are they ever? I'm, I gotta stay away from them though. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like yeah. that's it. That goes back to my last question. It's like I don't even second guess if I want yeah. an ice cap. I'm like I'm getting. I mean, it. I, yeah, I, that's just more and more kind of growing up and wanting to, you know, be a pro, kind of thing. I guess so. 
and you, you know you see the best of the best like being freaks about their diet so like it's got to be working well you know? it's talk about the best of the best they live right in our backyard oh i know exactly or is that what you meant yeah exactly Have... i mean yeah you got the two best players in the nhl and then arguably three like top i'd say brad's top like oh 10, yeah we got 10. brad too 100 percent. he's like he's, he's, he's a hall of too. famer in my mind yeah i was i was talking about sid and nate but yeah brad's brad's right up there with him have you been on the ice with them at all yeah what's that experience like i mean i've been it's at first it's like you know it's like wow i i grew up with posters of, of you guys in my room so it's like you're starstruck but you get used to it like they're just normal guys yeah. yeah, I've known I've I've been in a, around Brad a lot more than like Sid and Nate, like because I used to train with JP from a, like since I was like twelve. JP used to train me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Br- I, Brad would always let me fucking follow him around like a little lost puppy. <laughs> so you know, I always yeah. Now now skating with him, I mean, it's just like you do. You just look up to these guys, and they're just they're absolute studs out there, and. They make you better too, you know. Like, mm. I'm on the ice with Brad, and he's chirping me like non nonstop. Like, he comes down, slides a puck. I'm thinking like, holy fuck! Like, how am I supposed to stop stop this guy? And the whole time he's chirping me, so like it makes me want like to be better. So next time I stop him, I'm like, yeah, like see that one, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so. You think? Yeah, it's like you get one, you get you get better one percent each day. Yeah. It's like all right, yesterday yeah. I couldn't stop a two on one with Brad and whoever, but today I did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, two on ones with you know, you got an NHL All Star coming down, and you're like one of the best in the league, and it's tough, you know. But it's just ultimately making you better, dude. I'm telling like people, I don't no, maybe people do believe me when I say this, but like having those three guys here mm. is tremendous. There's there's so many pros in Nova Scotia like it just dude pre- you you don't got to preach to me yeah I know it's crazy I didn't you don't even realize like it's crazy good players too like like having Sokolov around here is pretty cool too like fuck he's sick is he yeah like yeah, he's sick like being out on the ice with him yeah. like I don't see him like I'm I'm pumpy's on the podcast but I don't like. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch him play. Right. Like I see his highlights. Yeah, I mean, but I didn't. I didn't really watch him play. But I just know, like three on three, he was. He's giving me some fucking some trouble with those toe drags. What's so? Is he? He must. He's a big boy, man. He got down. He's oh, yeah. thick. Yeah. yeah. He, is he tough to get on the off the puck off of? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just he's he's a good player. You know, all these pros, man. They're all. They're all so good. But you can't tell you can't sit there and tell me that like having all those guys here isn't making you a better hockey player. Oh, hundred percent. Like Yeah. Yeah, it just that's that's the best part. We're all get, we're all making each other better, basically. Like yeah. we're all going balls to the wall and want wanna be the best. So like yeah. wanna win the games, we wanna win the cup. That's everyone's yeah dream. Um right? y- yeah. So you said um, when you were a kid, you used to follow Brad around. Yeah. Do you have any kids following you around now? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not that good. <laughs> I think, yay. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I don't think so. But is there anyone that looks up to you? Like anything like that? No advice to anyone? Yeah, I give I give uh, Matt Steinberg a little bit of advice. <laughs> What's the advice for him? Uh, quit being such a pussy. <laughs> I guess you guys grew up together, right? Because yeah, you're old mans together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. How long have you guys been boys for? Probably forever. Yeah, forever, basically. He, he, when he came on the podcast, he was telling me stories about how he was just in the Smule room, just chilling with like Dan and all. Were you with yeah. him the whole time? Yeah, uh, for for a lot of it, yeah. I never even put that together. Yeah, I remember I remember Mike Danton signing. Like, he's he's an awesome guy. Oh, great guy. And like, it was such a big deal and like, I'm pretty sure Trevor like texted Tom, my dad, and was like, "Yep, yeah, uh, we're we're getting a convict here." Uh, <laughs> like told him this, and he's just like, "He's got to live with you," like jokingly. And my dad's like, "What? Like, <laughs> what's going on?" <laughs> he had no idea, but yeah, Mike have Mike Dan was is an awesome guy. I've got nothing but good things to say about that guy. Uh, salt of the earth. He's he, yeah. he tells it how he sees it. Yeah. And he's a loyal person. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him oh, that. Is he ever yeah, loyal? He's, 
he's an unbelievable guy. You would you would never know his past if you didn't know him. If you just randomly met him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well said. It's, it's crazy. Oh, I remember that like that whole. I don't even want to say ye- the first year it came, but I remember that. I do remember that year, the first year it came, but I remember that week when it was announced. He had that press conference like right after class in SMU. Do you remember that one I'm talking about? Like he I came out. Vaguely. I know it was like bumping around here. I was still at prep school that year too, though. Like, well, was... Halifax had a buzz about it. It was just like. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was like, it was just, it was such a mix of emotions because it's like, whoa, we're giving like a, a criminal another opportunity. Like, are we really going to do that? Yeah. Like that was the whole aura about it yeah. but then he came out to that press conference and he was so professional he was so oh, well spoken he was so i don't want to use the word apologetic but he was just very his his demeanor and his aura about him during that press conference was so positive i feel like he changed everyone's opinion about him in a snap of yeah. a finger it was everyone the, loved him really yeah, cool to sure. see for sure, he was awesome. And then when you go on to win a national championship, I'm sure that helps too. Yeah, that's good stuff too. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm sure your dad had a big part of that decision to give you know him the second chance, him and Trev. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm glad they did. Fuck, it worked out well for him. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I can't imagine your knowledge on the game after growing up in an environment around your dad like being in that dressing room for that many years because yeah. we always talk to Steiny about it when he comes on you're like he's just like the knowledge of the game and the discipline i see with these guys going in every day like it's not pro but it's the best hockey around here by far yeah for sure yeah you growing up seeing that it's, it's awesome i mean all my coaches like all my life everywhere you go like the, the they bring the they've always had like the best they made it the best environment for you to you know to succeed and you just got to take advantage of that like the coaches want you to, you know they're, yeah. they're there to help you so like you just got to take advantage and at the end of the day work your ass off like that's that's all i know is hard work like just don't you know just tell your body like don't give up like you know just make it yeah. force it whatever you got to do it's funny how you said you grew up in an environment where the coaches are there to help you, the people around you are there to help you, and then you look at your career right now, it's the exact same thing. Everyone around yeah. you is there to help you. You said Michigan yeah. was unreal. Yeah. Where you are now in Wilkes-Barre is unreal. Yeah. And then you said Europe was unreal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just, I'm just happy to be on a team and working, working with the boys. <laughs> unreal. It's down to it. Dude, Cam. Winning, winning games with the boys. That's all it's about? Yes. Cam, you're the man. Thank you for yeah. coming. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Um, I got to invite myself out on the boat, though, so before you go, I got to get a yeah, rip we'll, out with we'll, you. Yeah, we'll get that thing buzzing. I got to get. I got to do some push-ups. So you guys are out there with your shirts off. You guys look ripped. I got to get yeah. a couple push-ups. Tar- tarps on for that day. Tarps on for that day. We'll go We'll go out on a, on a windy day. Yeah. We'll be good to go. go. Yeah, we'll get our hoodies on. <laughs> High-button hoodies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We will photo shoot. All right, everyone, uh, once again, Cam, thank you. Yeah. Everyone no listening, problem. thank you. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, what's today? Monday, work hard, have fun, listen to this podcast. We're out. Peace. Steaming. And that time over at Johnny's place.
chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't want to know, forget her. Now that the boys are here again 